0: hey uh, welcome to this week's edition of the rugby report card uh with me this week is jim
1: oh no no jim no jim this no. week. down to
0: just the, uh two of us yeah they are committed so blake blake is with me today Hi, how are you yeah not too bad huh? how's your week been
1: good week yeah great mood <laughs>
0: It's good to be back at work, isn't it? It is. It is always good to be back at work. Oh, do you know what? There's been some good rugby this weekend, though, eh? and we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit more detail later. But um, exciting times, week before the, the Super Rugby starts this weekend. Well, I can't believe that it starts this Friday. How crazy that is That is,
1: is so wild. It, it's the middle of summer. I know. Like 30 odd degrees, yeah, it's like 30-odd degrees. it's 37 degrees
0: today or something. Yeah. You do realize we're still probably going to question their intensity levels on Friday. <laughs> Oh, I'd say, God, I'm excited. I'm very, very so. I'm so excited that we're actually starting a tipping comp. Yeah, I know. Um, I think it's going to be, the link is going to be pasted on our on our Twitter and our Facebook page tonight, I think, to, uh, to hopefully set it all up.
1: Yeah, so if you're interested in competing against us, because... Well, competing? Is that, competing, Everything's
0: competition. No, no, no. Aren't
1: we, aren't we going to win? You've going to fucking crush them, but I'm going to crush you too. No!
0: Um...
1: But the only. Can we just say we're both in a big gym? N- yes. My concerns, though, are we going to reveal our tips on the podcast like no, we do every week? No, mate. So that's just getting real quiet now. Yeah. What absolutely. are we going to talk about then?
0: I don't know, rubbish. All right, fair <laughs> enough. I <I'm> do <into> rubbish. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that to, to hopefully prove that we know a little bit of something. Anyway, um, should we, where do you want to start? Do you want to start off with? Because we looked at the Aussie teams last week. Do you want to look at some of the Kiwi we teams? We did, or do
1: you want to chat Six Nations briefly?
0: Oh, I'm more than happy to talk a little bit longer than briefly, if you want, about the the uh, the Six Nations, if you wish.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, um, I I watched a bit of all of the games, actually, just a, a brief little bit. Um, i tell you what, I thought Scotland were unlucky. That was yeah. the first one I watched because I recorded why, on... Why are you starting with Scotland, mate? What What? Well, fuck England. Yeah. All right, they'll get <laughs> they'll get their praise. All
0: right, okay. Um,
1: I thought Scotland were unlucky. I thought for the first 25 minutes
0: they were despite the scoreline, they were all over Ireland and mm. they just... Um, well, let's have a look at the scoreline. They, they, if you look at the, the actual tribe by uh, Connor Murray. Yeah, yeah. That's, m- mistake anyway, wasn't it, from, yeah. from the Scottish winger. So, yeah, it wasn't a reflection. I'll give you that completely.
1: What I'm finding um, also interesting about the Six Nations is the kick. Um, Once you go wide and then kick, you know, the yeah. old it almost used to be the old school centre kick. Mm. Um, but, you know, then Clyde Rathbone brought it back, that little grubber.
0: Once you just sort of get around your winger. Why did it stop, do you reckon? Because it's such a good tactic. In terms of, is it because the outside guy, the defender, is rushing up so much to close the space down and they're seeing the space I in behind? I think it was probably the fullback was covering. Yeah. So the fullback was the sweeper. Whereas just now to the fullback's up. pressing up into the line. Yeah, yeah,
1: or just fucking it up. <laughs> the fullback's just often. <laughs> Like if you think about the French game the week before, Mm. Old Mate dropped it. You Mm. think uh, the England game against Ireland, Ireland Ireland-Stockdale dropped it. And then you think the Scottish game here, Seymour dropped it. A bit of a skill. skill Yeah, yeah, that that turnaround under pressure, 80,000 people screaming at you, seems to be a damn hard ball to pick up. Mm. or Makes you throw a dumb pass. Mm. Um, So I was, not that I I think Scotland are going from strength to strength and they're very bloody well coached. Um, Unlucky. I what thought Alan, again, similar to last time, looked uh, predictable.
0: Yeah, Carberry obviously Sexton. It doesn't look on top form at the moment. They're targeting some of those late hits. We're not late hits. No, those. they weren't late. I won't wear that. No, no, no. I'm saying that's why he stopped no, me. No, 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 I said they were late. They were good hits. Um, and but Carberry came on and did well. Yeah, he did. Carberry team. played real well. But he played like Sexton, similar sort mm. of
1: lines. That that first try for Stockdale of uh, second try of the game. Oh, that beautiful inside beautiful ball. Beautiful. Oh. Ball. And how quick is he? That really? Sexton in his prime playing right at the line. Mm.
0: But he just didn't get back up. <laughs> no. But how many times you know as a 10 and you play really get to that line? You just know it, it just hurts after a yeah. while. And when a 115-kilogram guy's smashing you, like you ripped, that's going to hurt after but, a while.
1: But I'm in. I actually reckon that's the that's the shot you deserve for playing that oh, close yeah. to the line. Oh, I like the
0: trade-off. Oh, yeah. There is a hole here, but you're getting eaten. And that, that line was beautiful. It's the Stockdale run. Beautiful. 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 And it just, just went. you just yeah. like absolutely gorgeous. Um, big thing for Scotland, though. Do you think they are, as we've already said, what we've said, but do you think they needed to win that game because of how close it was to, to build the belief? You know? I, I do. I just think um, England and Ireland are really good rugby sides right now and Scotland aren't in that league. Mm. I think... Um, we got to, You're playing there. you got to forget the best Welsh team ever as well. they are got to be up there. Yeah, per- are they,
1: but like I know they are. They've won a ridiculous amount of games in a row. It's just because they beat us for once. Um, <laughs> but I'm not I'm not drinking the Welsh Kool-Aid. I'm, I'm on England, um, and Ireland are obviously a really good side. I can't cope with this coming out of your mouth. What are you doing? Matt, remember you won the tapes two years. Remember when you won, like, 16 on the Jonathan? I was in for England then. I don't think you were. No. No, no, go back. I'll tell you what, let's be honest. It was when too you was fit, England are good.
0: Yeah. When he was not fit, England won't. Oh, no, no, He's no, such an important part he, of it. He is. I, buy, I completely agree with that, but I just think we've also got a much more balanced back row now as well. We're yeah, seg- yeah, 100%. We're, segway- we're segwaying across Mark Wilson's. Uh, we're we're sliding, but speaking of segues,
1: we're just segueing into the England Yeah, game. I know. <laughs> what, for, what, France, that's a joke, right?
0: I don't want don't to move too Did much. Didn't Marlowe
1: come out and just say that I think they drink coffee, drink red wine, and eat biscuits instead of train? Like they looked actually unfit?
0: Why, why take away from England's record <laughs> victory? That like, oh, biggest victory in 100 years or something. Fran- France look... AIDS, mate. They look terrible. They looked AIDS. They looked, <laughs> they looked AIDS. AIDS. They looked AIDS. <laughs> they looked like they didn't want to be there. And to be fair, after sixty-six seconds or whatever it is, you knock the ball on. The ball goes wide to Daly. He they miss a tackle, and suddenly kick goes through and you score. That's not a great first minute. Really. I wonder how much that um, like
1: self-immolation against Wales yeah, probably has just had a carryover effect of holy shit, we're done here. Well, probably. Like they were just AIDS. Yeah, um, and. I mean I saw some people talking about it online. It's it's a shame that French rugby's reply to this won't be, Oh my god, how do we strengthen French rugby? How do we get fitness levels up? Do we need a centralized system? French rugby's response will be, Well, let's
0: chuck another one point five to Kiwi But it's not even like that. I would also I agree with your central And then park. not even train the Kiwi, let him get fat. Yeah. But <laughs> if you look at the team, if, they've got some very good players in that team. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, no, I, the training and the setup. I, I agree setup with that. So, it's like, the, like at one point, at least you could say, oh, you know, they're not playing, they're not putting the training and the setup in, but they've got some average players. You've got very good players. Yeah. Very good players. Yeah. I just, I question the,
1: um, not the names in French rugby, because yeah, it could processes. be the best comp in the, the world in terms
0: of the name power yeah. um, processes. It's just a shit standard. Mm-hmm. It's also the idea is becoming a bit like Premier League time. You don't have that many. You got a lot of foreign players to make the product excellent. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah there's no, not no a no lot of agree, French players. Yeah. yeah, no, no good. They sucked.
1: England looked um, um, really, really good. There. That that team is coming together again. Curry at seven's huge. Um, Vunapolo at eight's huge. That's clearly something they missed,
0: like you said, that back row. Two along at 12. Even Wilson. You know, Shields being out. uh, Shields not playing. um, But Wilson coming in. The row's always been strong. Mm. And Um, just Farrell at
1: 10. I think him being captain and sort of just controlling the game and not being confused as to what his role is with mm, Ford. mm. He's just an out-and-out 10. He's not flashy 10. Oh, absolutely. Um, But he's an out-and-out 10 who can tackle.
0: I Allegely. like the, the the fact that obviously Daly's been coming in at, at 15 now, which is is great. He looks better and better in that position. Um, even Ashton looks a good, decent player again. I know he's question, ta- uh, questionable tackling, but his little grubber through for May's try was a was a nice little touch coming in. And I like the fact he went and found work as well. Surely it's now you'll good. concede England and walk this in. No, mate. Do you know how? Oh, that, Italy. Don't worry oh, about Italy. Do Wales, mate. I and Scotland. Scotland. Scotland? No, there's no way, mate. If you do, you know me. What is one of the biggest things about pessimistic calm? Yes, man. Yes, right. The pessimistic palm. All right. Yes, and then, then when you lose, you don't get disappointed. Let's be honest. It's happened too many times throughout <laughs> my life that I thought we're gonna win this, and then you get crushed in the final game of the yeah, of the competition at home to Scotland. They'd love that.
1: Yeah, I just I don't reckon it's gonna be a thing. Um, and the bonus points, too,
0: will be helping mm. England. They got far enough out okay, from winning, Ireland, winning, didn't they? Yeah, but winning is not... It's, it's the Grand Slam or... Like it's nothing. Winning is yeah. great, but it's like Grand Slam on... No, nah, fair freeway, play, you play you
1: fair know? play. Um, and then the other game, I actually only... I watched about 15 minutes of it the next day, but I only saw a little bit of it Wales, so I can't go too hard on them. But I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. It just didn't seem that
0: flattering of a score. No, it wasn't home. a full-strength team either. The rest of the egg blokes for the England mm. game, so... It's um, but, but, uh, but, uh, just Italy that shit now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that, they need this big
1: rugby championship thing they're yarning about with the two divisions. Yeah. Like, just, it has to happen, doesn't
0: it? You would hope. And it'd be, it makes it more competitive. You feel sorry for Italy. They just, they just, if they win one uh, one game a year, then it's just like, yay. I'll tell you what, though. Some of those Italians, I was
1: in Cambodia and I ran across an Italian bloke, and, you know, this is testament to the shape I was in over there, asked us if we were rugby players. Mm. We were heavy. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, and he was Italian, and he was from a rugby village. It's still they're still passionate in the areas where they're passionate about it. About yeah, how many areas? No, are there? when I was in Italy, no one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no one.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's not good. Let's no. be honest. Um, I'm excited, about that. I love the Six Nations. Um, Miss being able to go to games, but it's just such a good uh, good competition to even watch on. I'd say it's, other than the World Cup, best competition. Probably not the quality of the Rugby Championship, but a great competition. Yeah,
1: I, I don't like it more than the Rugby Championship because that's like, that's as big as Christmas for me, mate. Those bloody slows. I love waking up for the South African. T- I just love it all, mate. Yeah, I love it. Uh, granted, Argentina's diluted it, and the buy every second rounds really sapped a bit of the life out of it. Mm-hmm. Six Nations, is a better comp, better supported. But I'm still a Rugby Championship boy. But something about that Six Nations, that passion. Oh, absolutely. When that Irish anthem goes, mate, I'm singing every word. <laughs> Do you want to give it a rendition? Oh, I would. Yeah. I would. Don't tempt me. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm tempting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't get to discuss last week because despite the podcast coming out later, it was recorded
0: earlier, so mm. we never got to discuss uh, Larkin. No. Bernie. I feel he's been a bit screwed over. I feel like, yes, can I just preface this? I've said on the Bob Cod podcast many times before, his attack, uh, when he was um, coaching at the Brumbies, the attack struggled. I understand that. Also being part of the Wallabies, uh, the attack has struggled. I get that. But I also feel the like... How good of a player was he? He was an amazing player. Yeah, absolutely. But I also, it was interesting something he said when he came out, um, that him and Checkers' philosophies are around attacking processes that don't align up.
1: And I heard them say that they disagreed for the last nine months. You've been in the job nine months? Yes. <laughs> so disagreed the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. now that's problematic. The, my take on it was they needed a scapegoat. And it he's blatantly,
0: that's the thing. That's like not they going to be needed sorry a scapegoat,
1: but how is Nathan Gray not the scapegoat? How is not the forwards coach not the scapegoat? How is Mick the Kick not the scapegoat? None just, of them performed. No. Now, it's the rest of them are all checkers' boys, um, is what it looks like. Someone had to go. I get it. Um, Larkham hadn't performed. But he seemed like, it, to me, it felt like they all had to go. But when they made that decision to bring in the extra level of coaching or whatever BS they've gone for, mm. someone had to Someone had to spill blood. But what I didn't like, and I'm a, a Larkham. I'm you just love a, Larkham, Yeah, right? I do. As a kid, he was my guy. So yeah. uh, it's hard. He's a shit coach, clearly. But I don't want to admit that because I loved him so much as a player. Do you actually think, oh, no, I'm going to put it down there. Next wall will be coach. They can't be in. Like, this has burnt that, surely. But what what's really made me sick about it, though, is how he's just had another job waiting. Hmm. Like, what was the interview process for that? I don't know. It was not. Like, what, what was, was the application not. process for that? Was he told, hey, we need a scapegoat, but don't worry, your pay's not changing? Hmm. What, like, it makes me sick that it's some bullshit boys club. And But so you do realise that's what it is. Of course it's <laughs> what it is, Richard. But it's, that made me so angry. It wasn't even Larkham getting the sack. Fine. He needed to. They probably all fucking need to. But someone had to go. It's the fact there's just another job waiting for them. Mm. What are they doing with our money?
0: Oh, I don't really know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't, I don't it know.
1: pisses me off so much. So that's my only thoughts on, on Larkham. It isn't really... Um, By the by, him getting sacked, whatever, he's a fuck. They're all gone at the end of the World Cup, surely. Mm -hmm. Win or lose. Oh, yeah, I know. But... I just, I can't, I can't stomach that he just had another job. Makes the whole thing feel so corrupt and so not merit based. And then you look at Kaif in his high performance job. What the fuck's he done? Like, well, where's the spreadsheet
0: showing me some improvement here? Um, but, but what are would, these blokes doing? Yeah, but there would be a spreadsheet, you know, that statistics. Like, literally, there'll be, be how would a, there'll be how to. Just doctor those, however yeah, you like. Bias galore. It's. A- it's concerning. It's yeah. concerning. It's concerning.
1: Um, Falau signing for another four years in other news before we get to the Kiwi side. Yeah. Are you surprised? Um, You know what? I, I actually must admit I was a little bit surprised because I thought um, he'd probably see at the World Cup and then get paid. Mm. Um, but I think he's – my guess would be um, fairly recently married. She's a professional athlete, probably doesn't want – that travel and mm-hmm. I and he's had the advantage of always being paid well, mm. so it's not like he's been paid pretty well but needs this big payday. Maybe he doesn't. That extra couple of hundred doesn't make or break him. I, I don't know, or maybe for him all the sponsorship here, um, four years is
0: is a long time. I'm, see, I'm for happy me, for rugby. See that that for me is the surprising thing. I'm happy for, for the rugby community. He's such an iconic person. I'm so I'm not surprised the AOU sorry Rugby Australia wanted to um, actually. Put him nail him down for four years but um more surprised I thought he would have signed up for two years get him through the World Cup maybe another year and yeah. then go off and F- go into yeah
1: four has shocked me but what
0: I'm happy for rugby mm. and I think he gets bums
1: on seats mm. um, there's all the talk of whether there's clauses in there about social media and what not oh, I hope there is mm. I just hope there is mate you oh, just can't yeah, be a bigot yeah no well, like you, you, do fantastic rugby player. You seem like a nice enough human, but you just can't be a bigot. Yeah, so, mate. if you could not do that, that'd yeah, be that'd great. be really good. Yeah. So, I, I hope there is a clause in there. I think there is employees. They have employers. They have yeah. a stance, and yeah. they should back that stance.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm all for it. No, definitely. Um, do you want to segue into into the Kiwi teams? Yeah. Absolutely. I um, um, don't think we, we could there's probably more news which we'll probably remember as we go, but I don't have any other top of my head. Well might as well actually the big news I suppose for me was knowing that Ma Nonu coming back for the blues, which is the, where we're actually start right now, I suppose, with the blues and how they're gonna do. Are you excited to see uh Nonu back in a blue shirt again? Fuck off. I'm excited say I'm excited to see Ma Nonu do anything, mate.
1: <laughs> he was one of those one of those blokes that just it's an exciting game of rugby. Just Everything about him, the way he ran, how he looked, how hard he hit blokes, how fast he was. And I think what was so impressive with Nono is as he lost a bit of that physicality, he got all the skills. Mm. Um, I question if he's been in France just eating all the pies. Well, that's my worry. Playing at that quality, is he, is he super rugby level? But, mate, a guy who was as good as he was, surely he's won –
0: run yourself into the ground training camp away from being pretty bloody good again. Well, he quoted and saying he wanted to be an all-black again. And with under the guise of Leon McDonald and Carl Spencer this year and being at the focal point probably that boys' team, obviously he's got a chance, but does this reek of, oh, I want to just come over, I want to play in another World Cup? Well, sure, but I just don't think you get an all-black jersey for free. Yeah, that's true. He's an Aussie, yeah, yep.
1: Yep, yep. jump on the plane, mate, you're right. Um, <laughs> but I just think that... Look at the all black centers. And you know what? Th- there's potential there. Mm. I'm, I'm not. I mean, those are very good centers. He's going to have to play real well. I think the Blues are exciting because
0: um, they've surely hit rock bottom.
1: They're fucking
0: terrible. You would think. And that's why they said, thanks, Tana. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get Leon in. Yeah. Leon will do the job for and us. Leon McDonald, he was a. Good football player. He was, um, but what do you expect from them? Though this is the issue. Though they they finished whatever it was last year, and their and then their record was really poor. We got to rock bottom, but they're not going to get any higher realistically. Probably looking at the squads that they have. Um, well, that, this is the fundamental problem with the conference, conference system.
1: Yeah. If you're the worst New Zealand side, you can still make the playoffs, but you'd end up playing the number one team. But but if you're the worst New Zealand side, you're just going to look shit yeah. because you're going to lose half your games. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, they'd probably finish first in the Aussie conference. All right. There's going to be a dick about it. Uh, all
0: right.
1: Now, uh, you know what? I'll be really interested to see if they can can get some wins. Um, I think potentially the Chiefs is one that could iron out, potentially the Highlanders. I think the Canes and the Crusaders are, are pretty mint. Mm. Um, but they should be looking to win their home Kiwi games, I reckon. And then I'll be interested to see how they travel. Mm. Um, and then if they can make it a fortress against
0: foreign nations. Yeah, well, this is the problem. They go Crusaders, Sharks, um, Hagiwaras. they have the travel early? Uh, well, they're at home in the first game against um, the Crusaders. You yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, and then they're away to the Sharks, then away to the Hagiwaras. Um, that's not a great three games, let's be honest.
1: No, you know, it isn't, but without as many All Blacks as the other teams, they might actually start the season... Um, and the haguares with all the Argentinian boys, they might have had a bigger preseason. And no. I actually think something to consider, like I'll consider it when I'm tipping, is those early. Are you round- trying
0: to influence the the, oh, no, the, the no listeners?
1: I think in those early rounds, sort of one to four, it's you can't back off names because the names have usually only been in camp for a mm. month, whereas the no names
0: who weren't on the European tours. Have been training since Christmas. So let me just get this straight, right? mate. Um, you're you're back in the Crusaders round one against the Blues. Oh boys, fuck! Yeah? whatever they want <laughs> and however they want, <laughs> of course. Oh, the, I look. I, to be honest with you, the, the issue for me is, as you say, the, the Blues will look still look bad. They're still finished bottom of the They're still finished fifth.
1: Nah, you're being a bit harsh there. Let's you see what forget. they
0: got. All right. Where well, are you predicting them? Nah, Come on. I'm not Put your, your, your name on the line. No, 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 I don't. I don't bet this early. Did we did the wannabe franchise last week. I don't week? remember
1: doing that. I remember being confused by what Jim was trying I to do. Jim was very confused. <laughs> I think he had all the all the teams finishing last at some points. Um, no, no, no. We'll see. But yeah, Blues last, obviously. Okay. Um, Chiefs actually. I got some question marks about Chiefs. Really? Yeah. What are your question marks? I don't know. Can Mackenzie keep being that good? Because if he can't, I don't know how much else they got. Bang, but their four their pack back is just their, their four pack is so good. Yeah, it is, isn't it? So yeah. good. I nah, take that back. I was just trying to be controversial. You know. <laughs> it's only two of us <laughs> trying to start an argument. She's gonna be good. Yeah, they are
0: really. Damian <laughs> I he's, he's very good. <laughs> he's very good. Like literally, Brodie Retallick's just gonna lift the whole team along on mm-hmm. his back. It's just a, it's a, look, just look at Brodie Retallick, man. You're gonna win. Man, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna give him the ball. Yeah. I mean, seriously, if you said give me the ball, wouldn't you just give him the ball? Um. Yeah, they're, they're they're very good. Very good.
1: Do they have any big signings? The yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, Debracini.
0: Oh yeah, that hurts, doesn't it? Isn't he? Isn't he
1: now? The yep. chief. He um he played the trial at ten, I believe, didn't he? Well, you would. Uh, um, you would think. Yeah, I think he did. I love Mackenzie at fullback still. Though. I don't. Yeah, so do I. And I think that suits them. Yeah, Debr- oh
0: god, Debracini's gonna hurt me. <laughs> It's just because he's it's just like shit hot, isn't he? It?
1: Yeah, it'll really, really. Because those
0: forwards will just set an amazing platform. and yeah. He's just going to be running around. Mackenzie hmm. will be a second receiver, just to be like. Amazing. I don't know.
1: I, I wonder if they still play Mackenzie at ten and give Debrisini some minutes to see if he's up to it. I don't know. I, I you know what? I'm yeah, I'm gonna have a punt. I reckon they're gonna finish below the, the Blues. A couple of forward injuries, touch wood. Okay. What is, um, what's what's your punt? The Blues are going to beat
0: the Chiefs yeah, this so year. How much would you put on it? Oh, zero. I'm just, yeah, just right saying there. shit. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, Crusaders, they're going to be champions this year, surely again. Yeah,
1: it's just hard not to. They don't have the all-black studded backline like mm. some of the other Kiwi sites, but that forward packs. It's a World 15 forward pack. They do. They have a lot of all-black.
0: The backline's no, even pretty I'm good. I'm talking shit, aren't I? Yeah, you, you really are. Shit. They're you're fucking freaks. Very good. Yeah. yeah they're, they're just going to be first. Yeah, they are. I'd be shocked if they're not.
1: And again, it's that thing where the Hurricanes could blitz them, like. but the Crusaders will strangle them. And as winter hits and there's some drop... No, they just don't drop the ball. They the just don't. So they're, they're, they're just so good. No, it's Just the fundamentals are just amazing. I tell you what, the Highlanders, though, if we're yeah. just throwing
0: around some Kiwi side
1: I was just the
0: Kiwis this week. A little old, the Highlanders. Yeah, they're the ones actually. Brian Gatland going to come in at ten instead of Sopelanger, I think, this year as well. Yeah, I reckon that's not great. No. And I think um, they're stars like Whitelock,
1: Ben Smith, Aaron Smith. I'm fucking sure I'm going to eat a huge slice of pie. I've just mm. named the three best football players <laughs> in the world. But, but are they are they getting on? I don't know.
0: No, mate. They're not, are they? No, no. no I'm no. dreaming, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, sorry. And you yeah. want to? You really want to start conversation, don't you? And I'm sorry. Yeah, but
1: it's just, it's just what Is are you, you going
0: to do? You just refute that the All black sides are good. Right, exactly. Fuck. It's really hard. And then you got nah- Naholo and Squire just to give them a little bit of difference mm. as well. It's just very good. I yeah,
1: mean, they'll be they'll be good. I think they don't have the depth that some of the other Kiwi sides do. So yeah. if some of those sort of top five or six we named go missing. Mm. Um, and they might in a World Cup year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I think the Highlanders could drop a few games. So that's why I wouldn't be picking them to top the conference. Oh, top no, no. Um, but they'll still be very hard to beat.
0: Mm. And talking of someone who's going to be very hard to beat, Hurricanes. New oh, co- nice segue. That was radio S. No, oh, I'm trying, mate. I'm trying. <laughs> um, Hurricanes, new coach this year. Um, obviously... Um, John Plumtree, forwards-orientated coach. Yeah, well, sweet. The backs are pumped up the balls,
1: boys. Yeah, I know. I'll see you in a bit. Yeah, thanks, mate. You're going to play touch? No worries. <laughs> well, what, what are you going to coach them? Nothing. You don't need to. They're no. fine men. Yeah, well, I know. Lamar, you keep running over people. Everyone else, you keep doing what you're doing. I'm just cheers. I just, just, just trying to give something. Um, you know what? A forwards coach could be huge for them because I think that's where they got found out by the Crusaders, no one else. Um, and I think Coles playing a season at Hooker mm. could have a huge oh, yes. net gain on this. Absolutely.
0: Season. And do you know what? It'll um, uh, be interesting to see uh, how they how they go, whether they change slightly, but I don't think they will. It's a they're...
1: huge one, that first game against the Tars, because surely they're going to be red hot favourites, but the whole Tars season rides on that. Actually, before oh, we don't... get to the Crusaders, because what am going to say? The best team in the world. Mm. So before we get to them, Today, I believe, so who knows when this podcast comes out, but today I believe Gibson has re-signed with the Tigers till 2020. That's crazy. That's fucking nuts, isn't it? That's crazy. I'm never really okay with signing a coach before the season starts. Unless it's like Vessels or something who's building something. That's crazy. Like, couldn't have done worse for a couple of years. Has a team of dads. And two dads. And that's to like today. It. I can't believe it. Check that because I, I could just be making that up. And if I am making it up, just a reminder. Like <laughs> out.
0: I thought I saw it. I was hanging shit before looking at Twitter. That's crazy. <laughs> His record for the last few years. Oh my gosh, he's done another one year extension. It's crazy, right. yeah. Hey? For likely Etsy in 2020. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand.
1: It's like you came to work, just shat on the ground for two years, and then, yeah, we'll lock you in for one more. Sounds great.
0: That's crazy. Correct. Is that because they don't have anyone else, and they just... But I also don't understand why would you do it at the beginning? It just gives them the comfort of just knowing. Why wouldn't you just see how the season goes? Maybe it's the
1: exact that exact reason that they know the Sydney press is brutal. The Sydney fans are out for blood. He loses the first game to Kane's first headline is Gibson must go, and they just thought the team doesn't need that negativity. Yeah, but just for the record, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking do, don't they? Yes, right.
0: mate. Um, now, not to do a disservice to, uh, do you want to briefly, quickly, because just literally go what you expect with the um, uh, South African team? I
1: just honestly, I'd be lying if I if I had a rich enough um, understanding of the squad movements this year. So I think for me, for the bocky sides, it's going to take. A week um, or two. A week or two to familiarise myself with the okay. squads.
0: Well, we, plus Jim's all over the line squad, I that's think. That's kind of his thing, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he's got the shirt. Has the bocky slots. Did he's he get the
1: shirt? It, you ever seen Jim spend money on no, anything? No, he hasn't got the shirt.
0: Is he going through those designs for our shirts? Oh, I, I imagine that's where he is now. Oh. Where else would he be? He's probably checking out costings. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think um, if the Haguaris have a bad season, that's terrible. Oh, yeah, Argentina, the building World for the building World Cup. That they need to have a massive year. Yeah. Um, and then I guess Japan, you want some also to have a big year, but they're in our conference, so go fuck yourself.
0: I <laughs> hate <laughs> <laughs> It is what it is. Um, I suppose just with that, and if there's anything else, we had, had the pleasure actually this week of chaining to, uh, to Hugh Roach. Yeah, Barber you Romans. chatted to him. I was yeah. in the next room. I couldn't hear him. Yeah, I know. He actually seems a really nice guy. He's got You asked re- some tough questions. Oh, the tough. No, not at all. There's no <laughs> tough questions. Well, you have to be nice here. We want to get another interview or something. We, we point, want eh? to
1: start building. No, it was it was incredibly. Easy. He spent quite a bit of time. It's really really generous.
0: Yeah, it's, it, and he spoke really honestly and freely about some of the things going going on down there. Spoke about actually this being his. Um, I won't give too much away, but this is actually his hardest preseason ever. Well, a, that's um, interesting. It shows you the Taza looked unfit for the last five years. Well, I didn't want to say it, but you
1: know. Um, my I guess my question is. Did he talk about sort of the difference in mentality between clubs at all? Because I'm just so interested if all teams buy into that hype and that self belief. Is it just the same everywhere? Listen, mate.
0: Listen this afternoon to this
1: podcast. Don't want to give too much time. I don't know the
0: audio. I'm excited to listen. Listen. (laughs) Um, No, but he he was very generous. He spoke at length about the culture that's going, that's within the club about who's taking on leadership roles. Um, and, yeah, he's, he just seemed a really a nice guy. My, my big concern for him is there's quite a few hookers at the club, whether that's Rangi, whether it's um, it, Robbie. It's a strange decision yeah. for him to move down there, I think, in terms of – and did they sign Abel as well? Yeah, they did. Yeah, Robbie yeah. Abel, Rangi, Ulysses as well. Yeah. So there's a few of them. Yeah, but don't you know, know what?
1: They needed that stock up front because that's where they're a bit bare. Yeah,
0: but to have four of them?
1: Yeah, you'd imagine that's why pre-season was so bloody hard. Yeah, probably. Um, um, and thank you the rebels for that. Every other team's been pretty fucking shit. Yeah. With with making an effort to Oh, I understand why well, they don't want to yarn with
0: us. Yeah, really. I know. <laughs> We're not the most interesting blokes, but no.
1: it was it was really kind of the rebels to sort of give that time, and they've offered to potentially do things in the future.
0: Yeah. And, and, and I have to say, by the way, it was um, been, again to thank you for all the feedback from the uh, from the last ones we have got on Twitter and, uh, and what have you. From heaps nice, say, Wasn't yeah. it? Really, really
1: good support. Except my
0: favourite was I just recently got a
1: tattoo, and in one of the photos, I was standing there, and you could just see the corner of it. <laughs> First question under it is nice shit tattoo. <laughs> How good. could believe it. That's outstanding. Outstanding. Oh, uh, the internet, got to love it. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, but thank you, everyone, for all the support. Yeah, people really, really kind. And yeah. ho- we're hoping to do
0: more of that stuff throughout the year. Yeah, so we'll absolutely. throw
1: to in the interview now. But before we do that, our Twitter account, because you might want to follow us to get in a tipping our, comp.
0: Yeah, we also have our Instagram account, which we're trying to get off the ground as well. And I, I know think what neither of them
1: are called. You, so tell the people,
0: Richard. Did you know what? Before we get there... We do have to th- congratulate our Instagram um, following now. We have reached over 100. That's huge. That's just, just unbelievable. Huge. Twitter's That's, almost a 1,000. So, you know, if you've got an account for
1: your dog, get them to follow us.
0: Oh, 106. So our, uh, our Instagram account is The Rugby Report. I love how we've, we've, we've kept them different.
1: you have got to keep them different yeah so just don't,
0: just <laughs> just,
1: don't let just anyone know and as for the tipping comp details to come because james is is on that he's doing that in the shirts so yeah
0: absolutely right. so thank you jim for that and our our, our twitter handle is at rugby underscore podcast thank you, you do go, at
1: rugby it. underscore podcast and there's a very dated video of us for some reason james is in Engl- england jersey yeah. richard's in a tars jersey and i'm in a kiwi jersey yeah Uh, Just a (laughs) confusion.
0: Absolutely. All right. Okay. Thanks, guys, Um, for listening. Yeah,
1: cheers. Thanks for following and get pumped, mate. Super rugby. Can't wait. Bring on Friday. Absolutely.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. So I think we're actually recording now. So um, talk about the the game that's coming up. Uh, Like, how exciting is it that the Super for us as fans? We're obviously really looking forward to the Super Rugby season, um, and we're excited about. We've jumped on the Rebels bandwagon. Uh, I think lots of people <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are. You, yeah. ha, um, how's it? How's it feel down there? How are you guys looking forward to the season? Uh,
2: I guess. Uh, I, well, I guess for me personally, it's obviously a new team. It's a new environment. So for me personally, it's very exciting. Um, definitely, when you look you look around the roster down here and. Um, it's something to get excited about. But um, I guess in that saying, um, you know, we haven't really won anything yet. Um, um, you know, we've still got to put the hard work in right now, which we definitely have been doing. Uh, I was just saying before, for me, it's been one of the hardest preseasons I've had to go through. There's There's been a lot of contact, uh, a lot of 15 versus 15. Um, um, so it's been very hard. But um, I think the boys are just itching to get on the paddock and, and really display what they've... They've been working on in the preseason, and uh, yeah, it should be a pretty good year. There's um, obviously when you look at the roster, there's a lot of experience. Um, you know, guys like Genya and Quaid and uh, Adam Coleman, people like that. You know, it's, it's just it's great to be around those um, those level-headed headed guys who have been in the game for a long time, and um, you know, um, it's it's going to be exciting exciting times for everyone.
0: I think what's really encouraging for us, as well as fans looking on, it seems like you've got a a lot of natural leaders in your squad already, as well that have got experience to try and take you from that um, middle of the conference team to take you that next extra level. Um, Does that come across in your team that you've got lots of natural leaders?
2: Yeah, definitely. There's, um, I mean, as I've said before, there's some, there's some outstanding rugby players that have been doing, uh, been doing themselves for, for years and years. They've People have won titles here. People have gone, uh, you know, onto higher honours, definitely. Um, but I guess when you, you know, with the leadership, there's um, obviously a sort of leadership group that that's quite obvious. The older guys, but we're pushing an environment here where everyone can sort of be a leader in themselves. You know, they can, you can be a leader for yourself, and um, doesn't matter how many games you've played, um, whether you're a rookie or you're someone who's played 100 for the Wallabies. Um, you have a voice and, and uh you can lead yourself and lead lead others, which is uh, a pretty good environment that they're that they're spreading down here, which is good.
0: Yeah, that's amazing and we've we've really jumped on we talked about jumping on the Rebels bandwagon, but we we love Dave Wessels and what he's doing. Does is, is that co- culture directly come from him and um or is it come organically from within the players themselves?
2: Um, yeah, so for me I haven't had a lot to do with Dave prior to coming down. Yeah. Um uh, and uh, just hearing him speak, he's a very good motivator. Um, he can uh, the ideas and the strategies that he has. He has a very uh, unique way of pushing them onto people, and and uh, he's someone you can really trust. And um, so the messages that uh, himself and the rest of the you staff push, it's very easy to buy into what they're saying because they genuinely genuinely believe what they're saying and. And 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 it's, it's, yeah, so it's easier for us to buy into what they're saying. And I think the culture sort of, um, you know, it comes from up above, but it really is driven by the players and by the leaders. And, um, you know, everyone's going to buy into it. And I feel like we have all bought into it, which is pretty good um, for this, this stage of the year. Is good. Do
0: you know what, as soon as you get that, that sense of self-efficacy and everyone buys in, that's when you become a successful team and hopefully that transitions into results and I know no, I don't expect you to say them right now, but as a club have you made have you, have you made goals to see what you want to achieve by the end of the year?
2: Um, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that anyone's really uh, looking into the future too far right now, I mean you know, right now we're in pre-season so we're thinking about the next session and um, you know, there's a there's definitely a culture of uh, you know what's next. You know, if we um, if we dot all the i's and cross all the t's, you know, um, hopefully the result takes care of itself. But um, right now we're just we're looking at day by day, and you know you you can't waste any reps of training, and you can't waste any days. So. You know, hopefully we do everything right. Um, we all back the process, and um, it may sound cliche, but if we back the process, then the result will take care of itself. I believe.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. As you say, if everyone buys in, and you know your individual roles, and come together collectively, it's only going to breed success. Hopefully, but um, in terms yeah, of your, in terms of for you, you've been a New South Wales boy, obviously going through the system. Um, obviously, you've not been there long, but how does it feel to be at the Rebels, away from the tars? Are You enjoying a, a, a new way of thinking about things?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was at the Waratahs for, for, uh, I mean, I guess in rugby years, a very long time, and I very much enjoyed my time there. I was a part of a team that won the championship, which was great. Um, and uh, I guess New South Wales is always my first time, so I really enjoyed that. But um, for myself and like many other rugby players, sometimes you can't stay in the one place forever. Um, so. You know I decided to make the make the journey down south but you yeah, know for me it's been great it's only been uh 10 or 11 weeks now into the into the year and um, um, I feel like I've really got into the system and um, it's it's a it's very different to what I was um, used to in New South Wales but I mean change is always really good and um, yeah I think I think I'm really enjoying myself down here at the moment and um for me personally, when I'm
0: enjoying myself, I play the best football. So. Nice. Now, as, as as obviously being that you were actually the number one line out throw in the comp last year, has there been much in terms of work on, on line out throwing and scrummaging work? Because there's obviously a lot of hookers down at, at Melbourne with you guys. Has there still been a lot of work on set piece um, as well as, because you talk about tackling and training as well, but have you tried to refine that to give obviously the backs, the amazing backs you've got as well as your amazing forwards, to give them a bit of a, a, a better platform this year is what you may have had done last year?
2: Yeah, definitely. So, um I mean I really don't um know all the stats and that kind of thing from the Rebels last year as I was in a different team, but um the uh there's some amazing uh obviously players down here so we need to get them the ball and to do what they do out out the back. So um the the hookers as a as a unit um right now there's some there's some bloody uh, fantastic players in in the hooky position, so um, it's not going to be. It's not going to be easy for any any of us to to crack the side there. But um, that competition is going to bring greatness, and um, we've come together as a hooking unit, I guess. And um, we've really, um, you know, we chat to each other on a daily basis. We uh, we push each other to get better. And um, I guess whoever pulls on the jersey at at the end of the day is, you know, that it's just it is what it is. But we all got to. You know, strive to be to be a great unit together. So and and that's an environment that's been that's been good for
0: all of us. Do you know what competition for those places always hopefully would organically lead to improved performance. So no, you have definitely got clientele down there to, to reach the, 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 the complete top. So hopefully it goes well. Yep. Um yeah, definitely. now I'm I'm a former forward. My two colleagues who I do the podcast with, they are the fancy backs, you know, and they claim that it's all, all them really. But we know we do the hard work. But is it yeah. exciting to see all those all, all the all the players you've got Outside you, what you mentioned, Quaid and uh, Will Gennier, yeah. etc. Must be exciting to see those players as well because um, you set the platform for them to, to have some good quality ball for them.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you know, the whole the whole back line, um, you know, we've got young guys coming through the ranks from the academy who, who people don't even know their names and they're, they're coming out in the trial against uh, the Pumbies and they're, they're scoring 50 meter tries. So, um, you know, the guys guys like Quaid, you mentioned, and um, that sort of thing. Um, I mean, they're amazing players, and they've been amazing for a long time, and, um, you know, they're going to do their thing. And um, But for us in the forward pack, you know, we've got to set the foundation for them. They, they, can't, uh, they, they can't prosper and, and, and be razzle-gazzle without, without our hard work. So, um, I mean, that's our commitment um, to them. We, we're going to, you know, try and be a dominant pack as much as we can and, um, and let them do their thing at the back.
0: Do you know what? I think we might have to re- replay that point just a couple of times, so you just so uh, Blake and James can just um, just hear it from you as well that we do all the hard work for them. So, uh, <laughs> yes. so that's the main thing. But um, in terms of you, for uh, um, it must be also exciting um, to hopefully get more fans in. We love the fact that the Rebels did the ninety-nine dollars shirt as well, but um, to get to get the fans in as well, obviously to be successful and to play in a, Amy Park's a good place to play. Must be a bit, uh, excited to, for a change of venue as well. So. Hopefully yeah,
2: that, would,
0: definitely, that yeah. fun. Uh, and the Melbourne fans are obviously committed. As soon as they get it, they get on board. You're gonna get more and more numbers, which is fantastic.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, yeah. I I haven't had much to do with Melbourne besides flying in, and flying out. But when I got down here, it's um, yeah, it's obviously AFL is the main sport down here. We're kind of like the little brother. But um, I mean, what the uh, what the media and, and uh, the the marketing group is. The Rebels are doing a fantastic job of what they're doing there and, you know, bring, bringing the numbers in, which is great. And um, I think there's been a little bit of hype around the team, which is uh, hopefully brings people in. And we're trying to play a, a style of rugby that, um, you know, keep, that, that's exciting and we want to we score points. You know, we want to keep people excited and get people in. So, you know, hopefully we can keep doing that and, and uh, you yeah, know, the numbers come to us okay to watch us play.
0: And are you guys I know you said you wanted to get out on the paddock, but is there a real big countdown to that February the fifteenth, the game against the Brumbies? Is that is that the, the, the real focus and will is that what you're is everything or is it just game you say you're taking it day by day rather than the Brumbies away being the first one?
2: Yeah, honestly I think um you know, obviously in the background we know that's round one and um, you know, it's uh that's for the that's for the cookies then, you know, there's points on the line, so I think everyone's aware of the start date, but again, like I said before, you know, it's just day by day. You, you you know, we can't win the we can't win round one two weeks out from it. You know, when round one comes, it comes. So we have just got to you know, keep doing keep keep doing what we're doing at the moment and and keep our focus on day by day because uh, you know you you, you can't waste the day. There's there's no room for that at super rugby level. So um, yeah, round one. Will come when it comes, so.
0: You can you can take it day by day, but we're we're looking forward to it. So we can we can wish our life away <laughs> slightly, so we can get forward to that that, that date really. Um, and yeah, then the yes, season will go. Talking about yeah. the Super Rugby season overall, just before I'm not icy where you finish or anything, but do you enjoy the travel parts of it? Because obviously you're going all the way to you know different all over the world. Is it is it hard to pl- to to travel and then play? Do you find the actual yeah. time change difficult?
2: Or I think. Um, I think some of the teams get a little bit stung by their travel uh, arrangements. I think, I think some teams, um, you know, get, get, uh, easier travel, uh, schedules than others. I think when I, when I was in New South Wales last year, the, uh, travel schedule was, uh, wasn't too bad on the body, but I heard that the Melbourne, uh, travel was pretty bad. So I guess it probably just matters, uh, uh, what schedule you get. But in saying that, I mean, um, I don't think there's any guys in the team who would ever say they don't want to travel to South Africa and see the lovely, uh, the lovely sights and sounds over there, and, and playing in massive stadiums. Um, you know, playing against the Lions in their in their packed out stadiums uh, one of the greatest things in the world. So,
0: how um, hard is yeah. it to play at altitude? Like uh, for me, it sounds crazy. Like you just uh, like my lungs, yeah. I imagine would want to burst. Like how hard is that?
2: Yeah. yeah so um, yeah. So my first the first game I ever started was over in South Africa at altitude and um I'd never sort of experienced that and we had to get there a few days earlier just to get used to it and um yeah it was uh it was bloody hard. Um it was my first real experience um with the big boys over there and um yeah I think I was blowing a lot after that game and I consider myself a pretty fit guy so um definitely
0: pretty hard i just feel like as you say just being being forwards getting up down sprinting tack i just altitude that must be crazy so i doff my cap to anyone who plays there um but what was we're we're actually all, we're actually high school teachers and, and hence the name of our podcast is the report card and um, we talk to kids a lot about the game of rugby and is there any piece of advice or anything that you would say for for aspiring rugby players that that you know other than the cliche you got to just work hard and things like that is there one thing that you think that that yeah. would actually help motivate them?
2: Um, I, I guess for people at school, um, uh, for me, um, you know, I just sort of played it. Um, you know, as a game that I could connect with mates with, and then I sort of to I started to realise when I started making um, you know rep teams that they actually travel the world and um, you meet people and you get contacts and network all over the world and um, it's just this big community that everyone just buys in and, and everyone's got your back and um, and it's a, it's a great thing to be a part of and even if you you know even if you don't push for higher reps even if you play club football or you play you know subbies back in Sydney. A lot of my friends play subbies there. It's um, it's just a great community to be a part of, and uh, um, you know, it's a great game to play. I mean, it's a it's a com- combat sport where. Uh, grown men go out there and bash the living hell out of each other, and they shake their hands and have a beer afterwards. I mean, it's
0: a it's a fantastic game to be a Yeah, we got on. some um, we got some kids, and actually James and Blake actually played last year. They played down at uh, Southern Districts. Um, you must have enjoyed when you played in the Shoot yeah. Shield. I know it's a few years ago now, but you, it, it's a great competition, great sense of tribalism even then. And so you must, does that bring back g- good memories for you? Yeah.
2: Uh, um. Yeah. It, it definitely does. Um, yeah, Eastwood's uh, always got a, a huge part of my heart. There um, had a very I had a fantastic time at Eastwood, and, and I'm obviously still a part of Eastwood. But um, you know, the two years that we won it back to back, and um, those are some of the the greatest memories you know that I have in my football career. And and um, I mean, I, I can't speak highly enough about the Shoot Shield. It's it's a, it's a phenomenal um, competition. There's some guys in there that do some great stuff. There's some great players and. Um, I think it's come come, uh, under a bit of scrutiny, maybe some underfunding, that sort of thing. I'm not really into the politics about it, but... I think it's um, it's a fantastic competition, and I think we've got to really, really cherish it and, and build it,
0: and mm, yeah, make no, sure it keeps yeah. going. As I said, that sense of tribe—people are way more tribalistic about the Eastwood and Southern districts, etc. And then they are potentially about Waratahs and Rebels, really. That's where the yeah. true lots of true fans are down there. Um, just um, we're actually going to the Sevens this this weekend. Um, we're excited to, to go there. Did uh, yeah. you, as a when you were younger, did you ever play Sevens? <laughs>
2: um, So my first year out of school, I went. uh, I was in Canberra with the Brumbies Academy, and uh, I think they put together an academy seven team. No, I'm very impressed
0: there.